Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve, and my absolutely fantastic co-host is Waylon Davis. Hi, Waylon. Hey, everyone. And joining us this week in a special interview is uh, Sid Holland, who is out of he was a champion out of multiple organizations like IWF Productions, which is out of Mount Vernon, Illinois, World Powerhouse Wrestling, which is out of Collinsville, Illinois, and then Illinois Elite Wrestling. And as you can tell by the name, they're all over Illinois. And so, Mr. Holland, how are you, sir? I'm great. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing good. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's actually a pleasure. I love doing podcasts. Anytime I get asked to do them, I'm, I'm very eager to jump on them. So I'm glad that I was asked. Oh, awesome. And we actually met, met you through Matt Stackhouse, Big Country. Yes. And he recommended the other day, uh, he... He tagged me in a, a thread. And in fact, it was, it was uh, something you had posted. And he tagged me and asked me if I knew uh, any of the promoters in Kentucky, uh, which I only know one who does somewhat in Kentucky, and that's Roger Ruffin. But, but yeah. of course, he's mostly out of Cincinnati, and they occasionally do shows in northern Kentucky. And from there, he, he recommended that you come on the podcast. And so I got to give some kudos to Matt for that because, you know, that's, that's awesome of him to do that for us. Yeah, I do appreciate him for doing that. Oh, Big yeah. shout out to him. Thank you, brother. Yep, there's, you know, so uh, tell us more about yourself. Um, how long have you actually been in the business? Uh, I've been in the business uh, late 2017, early 2018. Um, I originally started training back in 2016. And, um, you know, I had some things kind of going on at home. So I kind of didn't make my debut until a little later. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I started out in uh, Dynamo Pro, which is in Missouri started out there and uh, kind of did some of my training there. And um, uh, eventually I'd make my debut and I'd, I'd do some training at uh, Bob Orton's Wrestling Academy in East Carondelet. Um, I'd go from there and just, I pretty much just started touring as much as I could of the U.S. I, got, I was raised in Illinois and, um, you know, my whole life I, I've been pretty much broke and poor you know, so when I became a pro wrestler and started getting these opportunities to kind of start traveling around and going places, I just, you know, head on and full speed as much as I could. And uh, so I've been I've been touring around for a while. I've been hitting as many states as I can. I think I'm up to 12 now, you know, and wow. some would consider this still such a short time. You know, um, six of those states were done just in my rookie year. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm having I'm having a lot of fun, and um, and as far as the wrestling goes, you know, I'm I'm hoping to get a couple more good years out of it. So. Oh wow, that is absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, because it took me quite a while to get twelve states. <laughs> you know, and I actually lived in two different states, and it still took me a while to get twelve states in. Um, yeah, and, and Waylon and I definitely understand what it's like. You know, growing up, well, we'll just say not exactly affluent, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, so what actually inspired you to become a wrestler? Oh, well, you know how I mentioned being uh, broken poor. Oh, yeah. So growing up. Everything, uh, one of the cool things that my mom was able to do for us was she was able to keep cable on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that so we didn't get a whole lot of. Uh, stimulation from the outside world my mom kind of wanted us to to try to stay home as much as we could because uh, the environment we were growing up in 
around right. us was kind of violent, you know, and, and uh, so, you know, she figured, hey, if I can keep them home somehow, even, you know, an extra hour, you know, um, so I just got hooked on wrestling. I, I got hooked on it when I was real young anyway, um, taking tapes from my mom or my aunts. Um, anytime we'd go to family video, I'd always pick up a wrestling tape, whatever. Um, so there was, there was an episode of um, Raw. I'm a little bit older at this point. There's an episode of Raw. I believe it was Raw. Uh, it's during the whole ECW, WCW invasion. And um, Stone Cold was my hero. That was my guy. And this is during that time where he's kind of doing the comedy thing. And Vince yeah. is telling him, you know, we need the old Stone Cold back. And uh, that moment when he pulls up with the truck and he starts beating everybody with that pull cue. And then the glass shatters, the fans erupt and all that. And I just, I remember being in that moment and the way that I felt. And later I kind of analyzed that, you know, I mean, I was still quite young, but I analyzed that and was like, wow, that really took me out of kind of a bad situation that's going on at home and things like that. And it, it really did make me feel better, even if it was only for 15 minutes. And, you know, um, so I felt like I have an obligation to give that feeling back. And I knew right then and there, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. Even if I do it on a small scale, like I have been doing, if I can change one kid's life and bring them out of their, you know, miserable world for two seconds or make them feel like, you know, they're invincible or, or their hero just did something great, then, then I'm giving back the way that, that Stone Cold gave to me in that moment. That's awesome, man. That really is awesome. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Dwayne and I, we both... Um, we are very, I guess, protective of kids and the same way yeah. we, we always try to try We always try to set a good example for them. Yeah. You right. know, and I'd say you're definitely doing that. Um, and even as kind of a heel because, you know, so the matches I've watched, uh, I, I, I love the way you're interacting with the fans, you know, yeah. uh, because I mean, yeah, it, even if it's as, as a heel persona, you could still, they're, they're, you can tell they're still, they're buying into it and they're going to come watch you. And, oh yeah. You know, so, uh, and I haven't really seen you do anything bad, I guess, you know, anything that would actually turn you off to anybody, you know, right. um, yeah, all the matches saying, I mean, they've been, they've been really good and, and you're, you're kind of a big oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Um, this is the one environment where that works to my advantage too. You know? <laughs> I was kind of bullied for being the, the big boy and all that, but here in the pro wrestling world, people love that. So <laughs> Uh, did I see you doing enziguri in one of your matches? Oh man, I do enziguris, pele kicks. Um, if you watch closely in a couple of my matches, I, I do some suicide dives, and oh yeah, I do some I do some things here and there. Um, Undertaker says it best: when you're a big guy, you work a slow pace. Every once in a while, though, just like that, you turn it on. Yeah. You know, so I've always kept that in mind. I don't give it to them every single time, but yeah, I find the moments. Oh, cool. And uh, with the match I saw you doing in Zagurian, it was at the, uh, uh, excuse me, sorry, it was a triple threat match. You, Derek Fury, and Lucas Alexander. Ah, yes. Yeah. And I was watching and watching it, and it was filmed, I'm guessing, by a fan. Um, probably on a cell phone. So, yep. Um, and, but that was the one I actually had, had to kind of laugh because she called you Sid Vicious. 
and <laughs> and you said wrong superstar and then later on she said i was talking about the, you know the punk he doesn't even know who that is i'm like um okay he knows who sid vicious the wrestler is right you know and that's what i was thinking so i mean it's obvious you know you know your history because a lot of people don't remember psycho sid was sid vicious when he started right you know so to me dwayne when you say that's kind of impressive i mean he knows his history uh, absolutely yeah and i uh sid vicious is actually one of the reasons why i got my name okay um well sort of it, it stems from a couple of different things when i was younger the movie toy story was popular and um the 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 boy Sid he would break his sister's toys and make creations right? right I used to do the same thing to my sister and my mom one day she's like you act just like that Sid boy I'm gonna start calling you Sid and you know I kind of laughed about it but I was like that would actually be cool because Sid Vicious is to me I I really liked Sid Vicious even though he had some would say kind of like a mediocre run I thought he was awesome I thought his character was awesome I thought the way that he, he did the facials and the way that he strut around and and his power bomb I thought was you know his release power bomb I always thought was better than Nash's. Um, Steve and I have talked about that and that's I've always said Sid had the best power bomb in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. The guy may have been you know he he may have lived the gimmick and been a couple fries short of a Happy Meal, but <laughs> I think that's kind of what made him more entertaining. Yeah. Because it's like he, you, and he, he played that, that psycho part because he could just snap like, like yeah. that. And it, you, he made you believe that he was legitimately crazy. You know, and, he, and his opponent was in danger. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's why, that's why I liked him a lot. So, uh, toppled with the fact that my mom, you know, called me Sid because. <laughs> You know, the, and I was just like, well, that's perfect. So when I was trying to come up with something, I was like, that, why not just go with that, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Um, and like I said, I've liked watching your matches. I've, I've seen a – it was a last man standing match. Um, oh, yeah, Chad Rockman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that match was getting kind of brutal. Um uh, and I was actually worried about the fans. And, that, and oddly enough, it was actually the kids because I noticed there were so many kids just running around. You had two kids that were like wrestling each other right up against you at one point, like bumping into you. I was like, somebody get your kids. I'm sorry. That, that rivalry was very intense. Was it? Um, it we started out, you know, as, as uh, not knowing each other at all, as, you know, sometimes happens. And, um, and then when, when we started talking over our match and everything, the very first time that we locked up, you know, we, we realized that we meshed really well. And so uh, we just started kind of bleeding some of our real lives into those storylines a little bit at a time. Um, he would bring his son to the event and his, his fiance at the time. So I would start acknowledging them in the crowd. And, you know, he was like, how come you never bring your family? And I was like, ah, well, you know, so he would acknowledge that. He'd be like, your family doesn't come because, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't want to support you or whatever. And, and it, it just got so intense that we had to have a big blow off somehow. And uh, and that match, that, that's probably the one guy I've hit the hardest in my life and been hit by even harder. You know, we, we really brought it. And. Uh, we couldn't have done it anywhere else but that promotion i mean they get crazy and wild there so it worked out pretty nicely i love that match that's still one of my favorite matches 
Oh yeah, and that one I saw. It's actually posted by um, the your Midwest Mercenaries uh, YouTube channel. Yes, um, and you actually sent me an invite earlier today to be part of that group on Facebook. Uh, so tell, yeah, tell us more about the the actual Midwest Mercenaries. The Midwest Mercenaries are two guys who over here in the Midwest basically were just kind of. Um, well, I had been traveling a lot. And, and in doing so, I didn't really have too huge of a name um, in my own little home area, you know, so I decided I was like, man, it, you know, I really would like to focus on a little bit more of my home area and make a name for myself, you know, and, um, and my tag partner, he just happened to be somebody who kind of kept getting lost in the shuffle of things. And so we're just two guys who were, who were just, uh, you know, not going to take being shuffled in the deck and right. we're, we're not going to, you know, so we have personality. We, have, you know, um, we see a lot of tag teams out there that are in the, especially in the Midwest that are, um, you got a lot of guys that are just thrown together and then, then you got a lot of guys that are much older in their careers. And um, so we decided let's clean up the tag division. Let's bring it back. Let's, you know, restore uh, St. Louis wrestling as good as we possibly can, even if it's on a smaller scale, work our way to a bigger scale. But um, tag team wrestling is an amazing thing. And if you ever watch it, you know, it's exciting. It's fast paced. It's drama. It's telling a story, but with multiple people. And I think it's the, the best form of wrestling. You know, one on one's cool and everything, but a tag match, there's, yeah. there's a lot to be told. I agree. I've always loved tag team wrestling. Like Tully and Arn is my favorite tag team ever. And just, yeah. you know, they weren't the, you know, they weren't the biggest guys. They weren't the fastest guys, but everything they did in the ring was just, just held your attention. And it's like, made you want to see, even though they were the heels, everything they did made you want to watch them more just to see, right. you know, everything that they did as far as tag team wrestling goes. Cause me and Steve have talked about this. It's like WWE has, has gotten really bad over the last, honestly, last decade almost of like almost trying to do away with tag team wrestling. Right. It's like, that's where a lot of your bigger stars come from is they start, you know, they start out in a tag team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you take a look at uh, the last couple of decades, I mean, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, those are huge names. They came from tag teams. Stone Cold. I yes. mean, even though Austin Austin wasn't originally a tag team person, he found his biggest success up to that point as a tag team. And then, awesome. off. you know, so, I mean, it goes on and on. The Hardys, Edge Christian, all, all them dudes. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that's where it's at. I think tag team wrestling is, I think that's the perfect place to start when you're a rookie. You know, I think that's a good way of getting your foot in the door and learning. And, and you know, the more people that are kind of involved in the match, too, the less chances you kind of have of making a mistake. Right. You know, right. it's more of a learning, too, because you're you're tagging in and out. You're watching the match. You're right there. You know, and there's so much that you, you can learn from that. Right. Um, so, yeah, tag team wrestling to me is, is the best way to learn to become a wrestler. It's the best way to learn on the road. And it's, it's hella entertaining, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. 
Yeah, in fact, I just saw, I had just had a notification. Apparently today is Ricky Morton's birthday. Oh, oh really? You know, so obviously, you know, Ricky Morton known, you know, as one of the greatest tag teams, one half of the one of the greatest tag teams ever, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, you know, so. Yeah, and, 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 uh, I can't tell you how many times now Jake and I have called them out on Twitter. Really? Yeah, Try we to- have yet to get a response, but maybe one of these days they will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? Whenever I post the link to this episode, maybe I can tag Ricky Morton in it. Oh yeah, tag away. All right. And so, um, but yeah, as far as tag team wrestling, and Ric Flair is actually another one. A lot of people forget he started uh, in tag teams. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep, with uh, Greg Valentine, and I want to say him and Steamboat actually had teamed together a little bit before they started the rival back rivalry back in the seventies. Yep, I do believe so. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, so um, you mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin being one of your inspirations. It's, and so obviously, you know, he's probably one of your favorite wrestlers. Who are some of your other favorite wrestlers? Oh, man. Um, well, if we go, we go kind of back. I really enjoyed Andre the Giant's work. Um, I, I study a lot of big guys. I mean, I know I'm nowhere near the caliber that that Andre was, but you know, the guy worked very slow and made every single one of his movements count. Um, Ric Flair was a huge, huge part of everything because he could make the smallest thing a huge thing. You know, just that strut, that's huge. Pop. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold was obviously a huge influence. I really liked Shawn Michaels because the guy could sell. Nobody in the business ever sold the way that Shawn Michaels sold. I agree. Uh, I think Sami Zayn comes close, though. When you watch Sami Zayn yeah, work, does. To me, he is extremely underrated. I think Sami Zayn could have been the next Michaels if they would have done him right. Yes, I agree. Sami Zayn is very underrated. I've, I've watched him since he was El Generico in Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. The guy can work. And he can make you believe that he's, you could flick his wrist. And if he sold that right, I would believe that it really hurt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he, he's good. I honestly believe that he could sell ice water to Eskimos. He's damn good. <laughs> um, so you mentioned training at the Bob Orton camp? Yes. Yeah, so uh, who, were, who were all your trainers? Uh, well, originally back in Dynamo, um, I started kind of learning from uh, Jake Durden and Mike Outlaw. And uh, when I moved on from there, um, when I went to Bob Orton's Wrestling Academy, um, obviously Bob Orton's the head trainer there. Um, Oh, and Ricky Cruz. Ricky Cruz was a big part of my Dynamo experience. And he was also a big part of my um, Bob Orton Academy experience. See, Bob would be kind of like... uh, uh, the overseer, if you will, Bob would would be involved, hands on, but he was also more watching. And then, you know, he would tell us what we need to perfect and slow down your timing. And and you know, when he comes off the ropes, get in there. You don't need to be standing over here, you know. And um, so, but we had we had Sean Vincent was one of our lead trainers, but Ricky Cruz. Ricky Cruz is probably um, to this day. I mean, I talk to the guy almost every day. So I, he's my biggest, uh, not only is he a trainer and still a mentor to me, but he does it every day. You know, I, I just talked to him about advice on a booking yesterday. So he's a big constant to me. 
Oh, wow. So you're talking about Cowboy Bob Orton? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, did anybody ever ask him why it took his arm so long to heal up when he had it in the cast? You know, back in... <laughs> he like, actually, uh, it's funny, but he actually said at one point in time that he got sick of that. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah he was kind of tired of taking it off and on. Yeah, I can I can understand that. <laughs> man, because I'll think back then, man, poor guy, his arm just won't heal up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned also um, you have championships in the three different organizations. So what are those championships and what other championships have you won? This is for our listeners who may be actually unfamiliar with you. Okay. Um, there was a little promotion. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the town, but there was a little promotion uh, near East St. Louis and it was called wrestling over everything. That was where I won my first ever tag team title. And that was back in 2018. Um, after that, I went on and, uh, there was another promotion that I won, um, their United States, Illinois championship. It was a really long name for a championship, but that was my first singles championship, um, and I held those into 2019, lost both of those. Um, at one point, actually, I surrendered my half of the tag titles. Um, and then I, I dropped my uh, singles championship. And then, then I went for a while um, just traveling so much that I kind of refused to have any championships there for a while. I didn't want to be in any title pictures or anything. Um, but after forming this tag team here, we decided we're going to collect as much as we can. You know, uh, the Hardys went on their expedition. Uh, yes. what was they called that the expedition of gold was that? Yes. Yes. So we decided we're going to do the same thing. We're going to call ourselves the belt collectors. There um, you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I so like we that. went around and IEW, WPW and IWA and we're the tag champions in each of those organizations. Oh. Wow. <laughs> uh, so can you describe the feeling like the first time that you, I guess, win a bit, the first time you're holding that belt and you're thinking, okay, this is mine. You know, what, what's that feeling like? Well, the first time that it happened, it was really cool. Um, I have a bad history with my ex tag partner, so I'm not going to mention his name or give him any type of um, clout because he doesn't deserve that but um, I am going to say that I grew up with him for many years and at the time we were really close and we had both wanted to be wrestlers for a number of years so that first tag championship was really special because you know I was best friends with this guy for over 20 years and it, mm. it, it was really cool it was a really cool moment and you know unfortunately um, due to a falling out you know that friendship's no longer there uh, my first singles title win um, I was almost mad about it because um, I don't know how to describe it, but I felt like this wasn't the right time. This wasn't, you know, this wasn't the way to do it. And I just felt like, I don't know. I felt good because, you know, I competed. I had a good match. I was the guy that won. But at the same time, it was like, I, am I ready for this? I don't think so. So I guess uh, is like is this the right moment for this type you yeah. know this step yeah, exactly so it wasn't all happy joy like i thought it was going to be um however fast forwarding to our first 
tag championship win. That was really cool. Uh, Jake is a really close personal friend of mine, you know, and, uh, you know, we relate on so many levels, you know, we, we have a similar look and everything, very, very similar personality. So it was really, really cool to do it with him. And then uh, to win our second one, uh, my dad had passed away. And, um, you know, so I was like, man, this, this is going to be for my dad, you know, and we kind of really were both in that moment together. Like, you know, Hey, this is number two. We did it for my dad. You know, this is, this is awesome. Um, and then number three came right after my grandpa's passing, you know, and Jake's been kind of battling some emotional things as well. So it just felt really good. Like, you know, sometimes life got you, it's really got you down here. But, you know, there's moments and, and even though, you know, sometimes winning that championship and, you know, people, people are like, oh, so what? You're just a champion here. You're not a WWE, whatever. But, dude, honestly, just those small things can really make a difference. Yeah. You know, and really yeah. lift the mood. Those small, in, anything in your life, those small accomplishments a lot of times mean so much more than something really huge because it's like you can look at the effort that you put in to get to these different smaller moments and they mean so much more to you right and I think that it was it was also one of those things where you know a lot of people have told us basically that it's not going to happen you know, mm-hmm. you guys need to put in more time, more effort, more work. You're still young. I mean, I'm 30 years old. I mean, granted, my tag partner is 24, but I'm 30. You right. know, you know so a lot of people tell you when you're in your 30s, you don't have a whole lot of time left, you know. So at the same time, it was for him, it was, uh, you know, I, I can do this and you're not going to tell me that I'm not ready. And for right. me, it was. It was, you're not going to tell me that I'm too old to do this and that I can't do this. And so that's, that's, we feel like we have a bit of a chip on our shoulder and, you know, we're, we're trying to brush that off. And, and right now, thankfully, we're, we're very, very liked by the fans. Oh, yeah. And, I, I, I can tell that. Yeah. I can tell from the matches. Yeah. The fans definitely uh, dig you. Yeah. Um, they, they randomly, you know, we, I was, uh, a lot of my career, I was a bad guy. You know, I was the guy that everybody loved to hate and everything. And then when Jake and I came together, they started seeing some of my real personality, my yeah. smart mouth and, and uh, snide comments and things. And they just gravitate towards us now, you know, and it feels really good. And, you know, so, hey, being the good guy is not all that bad, you know. There you go. <laughs> so uh, what are some of the upcoming events that you're involved in? Uh, with just with wrestling or yeah yeah just with wrestling or really anything um well i'm hoping to utilize this kentucky license i still haven't secured um a date for that i i got a license originally in 2020 and then the pandemic hit so never got a chance to use it and then i got it again this year and the promoter decided to close doors and so all these open bookings i have now because of him i'm trying to fill in um but as far as things that are coming up, I got IWA coming up this weekend in Mount Vernon. We got that coming up. We got um, a couple of WPW events coming up in October. Um, let's see. Uh, we have a few IEW events as well coming up. 
one thing that we are trying to really stress to our people is that um, not everything lasts forever, you know? So eventually we do want to try to challenge ourselves and move up. And there have been some people in talks with us and uh, we're definitely listening to any offers made to us. Um, but we can definitely tell you guys 100% that there are interest in bringing us other places. Some places that might see us, you know, on a fight network that might okay. see us on, you know, who knows, but there is interest there. So um, I would say upcoming for us is just keep watching. That's awesome, man. That is, I, I would love to be able to see you live. So if you ever come to anywhere close to Cincinnati, just let me know. I'd love to go watch you. Oh, um, definitely. You know, or West or anywhere near like around Murray or, or Paducah, Kentucky, because that's where Dwayland is. Yeah. You know, so um, now as we close up, because unfortunately, I just not noticed I got hit with a timer that says it's I'm going to have a, a hard stop here in about four and a half minutes, which is odd. I have to tell you about that. A little bit, Dwayne, but um, yes, yes. so unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut it shorter than what I would like. But Sid, do you have any any kind of last words? Uh, how do people get a hold of you for booking, social media, uh, anything else you want to pass on? Um, if you want to get a hold of us for bookings, you can message the Facebook page. You can message my Facebook page, uh, bookings.mwmtagteam at gmail.com that's kind of a lot to say there um or on twitter you can find us at uh at midwest mercs 20 um if you want to get a hold of us we we respond to anybody and everybody so please uh one thing i like to stress is if you are my fan i don't like to call you that i like to call you my friend um so so please don't don't hesitate to reach out especially if you're ever in a bad situation um you know, feel free to talk to us about anything, you know, tell us your triumphs, tell us your lows, and, you know, we're going to celebrate with you or help you through those times. That's awesome. Oh, that is. Uh, so, because yeah, Dwayne, I think we're not only have we made a friend now in Sid Holland, the wrestler, but we've also made a friend in, in Sid Holland, the man. And I think that's Absolutely. even better. So. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you, Sid, for coming on. Like I said, I mean, this has been a great interview. You know, we love meeting you. And we will have to do this again because this was absolutely fantastic. What do you think, Dwayne? Oh, I totally agree. I'll definitely be following you guys uh, on Twitter. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go on Twitter and follow you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, really, I really like that shirt. That shirt's yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, so do I. Uh, for this those... is the brand new merch. So if, if anybody gets to see this, we, we got the shirts and we got beanies coming. We're going to have all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to have puzzles and and all kinds of good stuff. So make sure you check our merch tables out. Okay. Yeah, that, that is a pretty sweet shirt. Uh, for people who are on listening only, it's a shirt almost almost NWO style, but it says Midwest Mercenaries. And it has, you can see the, the M and the M and the, the middle part, where I guess the W would be is, it is a face. And is it your face, Sid? It's my face on one side and Jake's on the okay. other. Um, there in the middle there, it's some stitching, stitching us together. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. That that is <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna have to see if we can get something like that, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that shirt. So yeah, I really but, like that. Oh yeah. Oh, glad you like it. All right. Uh, but but thank you, Sid. This has been absolutely wonderful. And 
we'll be talking at you. Got to have you on again, man. And good yeah, luck with everything. Oh, yeah. Good luck with everything you're doing, man. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, Thank good you, luck, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank All you, right, sir. man. God, God bless. Yes, sir. Thanks, fellas. God bless.